A quick note before you dive into today's episode. While I will always be an advocate for multi-passionates embracing their talents as a gift, not a burden, I have decided that I'm no longer going to run a business with that as the goal. Please note that as you listen to any episodes, any of the offers that I have expressed, especially my coaching program, which I've talked about in many episodes, those are no longer relevant as my business is closing. If you'd like to stay connected, come and find me on LinkedIn. The link will be added across the show notes in all episodes. Be well. Welcome to the Multi-Passionate Mastery Podcast, the podcast where creatives come to embrace their talents as a gift, not a burden. I'm your host, Deanna Joy. Together, we'll explore how to finally make friends with focus, ditching overwhelm and idea fatigue once and for all, and how to be unapologetic about who you are as a multi-passionate. But I'm not just going to pump you up with a bunch of empowerment content. I'm going to give you tools and practices that you can implement starting today. It's time to unlock your multi-passionate mastery. Let's begin. This episode is brought to you by Thrive Guide, my free 10-part digital magazine delivered straight to your inbox every month. Inside of each beautifully designed issue, you'll find articles, interactive worksheets, inspiring case studies, and so much more, all with the goal of helping you thrive as a multi-passionate creative. Click the link down in our show notes to subscribe and get your first issue of Thrive Guide today. Hello and welcome back to the show. We are almost at the close of our coaching series. I hope that you've enjoyed hearing a little bit about what it's like from my perspective being a coach in this industry, and I hope that you're also learning what it's like as a client looking for a coach and getting some tips about what that can look like, especially as a multi-passionate. So far, we have talked about three signs that it's time to hire a life coach. Also, what exactly a coach is and how that's different from a therapist or a consultant. We also talked about how to tell if group coaching or one-on-one coaching might be the best fit for you. And we talked about how to find a coach that's right for you as a multi-passionate. Today, we're going to address an elephant that may be in the room, and that is, what do you do if you can't afford to hire a coach right now? And I titled this episode, What to Do If You Can't Afford to Hire a Coach, because that is the language that I've heard the most often. Oh, your program sounds great, but I can't afford it. We're going to talk about that phrasing and that language up front, and I want to offer some alternatives to that. And then we'll get into some more of the practical things that you can do to supplement if right now is not a time for you to financially invest in coaching. Let's break this down. I can't afford it. When you say those words, you are essentially counting yourself out. Now, hear me when I say, I am not saying that you're telling a lie. I'm not saying that you've got hidden money that you don't want to tell the coach about. But what I am saying is those words, I can't afford it, sort of puts you in the space of not being able to take any more forward action. It's a very finite statement. It's kind of a way of saying, I'm wiping my hands clean of this. I just cannot afford it, right? So I want to offer you some alternatives to that statement that might feel a little bit more empowering. When you say I can't afford it, you're giving a small part of your power away. What would it look like instead to say, I'm choosing not to make that investment at this time. 
Which one feels better? Oh, I can't afford it. Or I'm choosing not to make that investment at this time. One of them is putting you in a position where there isn't really anywhere else you can go, right? It's very finite. But when you decide instead to use language such as, okay, well, maybe not right now. That's not an investment that I'm going to make right now. It leaves it a little bit more open and it leaves more possibilities open for you. And it just feels gentler. Doesn't it feel better? So my first tip, if you are using this language, I can't afford it or, you know, I can't afford to work with that coach or I found a program that I love, but I just can't afford it. I would invite you to pause and choose a different way to articulate that. It's not an investment that I'm going to be making at this time. There's a lot of other ways we could say this as well. This sounds really good. When I have the money for it, I'm going to circle back, right? There's all these different ways that you can play that. But I can't afford it is a really finite statement. And we're going to talk about that um, a little bit more in a moment. I want to give you something even more powerful that you can say. But for now, consider removing I can't afford it from your vocabulary. You're a creative person. If you're listening to this, you're multi-passionate. That means you have a lot of gifts, a lot of talents, and a desire to share those gifts with the world. You are a creative being. Utilize that creativity when it comes to your language. When your brain offers you that statement, because it will, because it's on autopilot. So when your brain offers you that statement, I can't afford it. That's an opportunity for you to activate your creativity and ask yourself, What's another more empowering way for me to say that? For the next tip, this one is even more potent than finding a different way to say I can't afford it. We're going to replace that all together. But first, there's a bit of a qualifier that we need to talk about. When you find a coaching program that you love, let's take my program, for example. Let's say you've been listening to the podcast, you heard the client spotlight, you looked at the invitation page, you maybe even watched my webinar and you're like, this program seems awesome. And then the next thing that you say is, but I can't afford it, right? I've actually had a lot of conversations like that, whether it was a direct message or an email or someone who was on a, a live training with me who messaged me privately and just said, this is really great, but I can't afford this right now. And again, when you say that, you're sort of closing the door. So here's something that I want to ask. When you're in that situation and you come across a program that you feel drawn to and you offer I can't afford it as a way to kind of end the conversation, that enrollment conversation or the conversation that might come before you joining is basically what I mean. Something to consider is, do you really want it? Is it something that you really want in your life? It's okay if the answer is no. And sometimes, a lot of the time, the answer is no. There might be part of you that wants it and part of you that's a little bit afraid to take that step. There might be a part of you that feels like it's a great idea to invest in coaching and a part of you that feels like, well, you haven't had great experiences with coaches in the past right? We are nuanced human beings. There's different parts of us that come forward. So by asking this qualifying question, is this something that you really want? And allowing yourself to answer that question first, that's how we get to the next step. 
If it is not something that you want, saying I can't afford it is a very socially acceptable way to end that conversation. Now, there are some coaches who will take that and say, well, there's credit cards and I'll give you an extended payment plan and all of that. I don't do that. I respect that everyone's financial situation is different. And I respect that if someone says to me, I can't afford it, they truly feel that it's not something that they can do financially. However, I also know that there is a second part of the question and it says, okay, I hear what you're saying. Let me ask you this. Is it something that you really want? Now, when we get into that conversation, we get to go in a whole new direction. Go with me on a journey here. I want you to listen to how different this sounds and also feel how different this feels. This program sounds great, but I can't afford it. Versus, this program sounds great and I really want this. Which of those two statements do you feel will become a catalyst for creative solutions? The second one, right? I really want this. When you choose to root into your desire, if it's truly there, remember the qualifier is to ask yourself, do you really want it? It's okay if the answer is no. But if the answer is yes, then you get to use that language. I really want this. And all of the sudden, your creativity turns on. I really want this. Is there a subscription I can cancel that I'm not even using that can make this payment plan more accessible for me? I really want this. I'm going to ask the coach if there's any payment structures that are not on the website. I really want this. I've been meaning to sell some stuff around my house. And if I can get rid of a couple things, I could actually pay for this program. I really want this. I don't have the money right now, but now I have a financial goal that I can set for myself that has a really shiny, fun light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm not saying this to give you like, hey, here's how you can be scrappy and come up with the payment. But if you find a coaching program or a coach that you want to work with and your desire is there, oftentimes there is more opportunity for you to create that experience for yourself than you realize, but you're not going to realize it if you're repeating the mantra, I can't afford it. Let that sink in. <laughs> you might want to tap back 10 seconds and listen to that again or listen to this episode again because that's potent medicine for you. And this is how I would coach a client as well who came to me feeling this way. So let that sink in. The third piece of advice that I want to give you is something that's very tangible. You have your mindset work that you can work on. So here's something very tangible. If you find a coach that you love and it's not the time to invest monetarily right now, I want to invite you to become a student of that coach anyway. Many coaches, including myself, have a ton of free content available. And you don't have to wait until you can make the investment to start engaging with their free content and putting into practice what they are sharing with you, right? In that free content. So let's say, for example, you go back to season one of my podcast, this podcast, and you listen to episode three. What is intensive focus and why do you need it as a multi-passionate? That episode is full of tangible tips that tell you 
what intensive focus is, how I came up with it, and how it can support you with having a lot of clarity on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis as a multi-passionate who's juggling a lot of things. It's one thing to listen to that episode and go, oh, cool, that's great advice. It's another thing to intentionally choose that in that moment, you're my client, whether you've made an investment with your dollars or not. If you listen to the episode from that perspective, then what are you going to do? You're going to actually implement. Hey, I listened to this podcast episode. I'm going to try this out. I'm going to take what I learned in that episode and try it out. You can start to see results in your life from doing that. And I'm using my work as an example because it's what I know the most intimately. But if there's another coach out there that you've got your eye on that you're not investing in right now, it doesn't mean that you can't be a student of their work. There is no shame in absorbing someone's free content, applying what they're sharing, and allowing your life to be enhanced by that. And in fact, when you are ready to make that investment, it'll make you an even better client. So... There we go. I hope that moving forward, you won't be using the phrase, I can't afford it. But I also hope that you understand that if you find a coach that you love, really all it takes is the desire on your end. Keep that desire open. Allow your creativity to be present and be a student of their work even before you make the investment. Also, don't be afraid to reach out to someone and ask, You know, do you have scholarship opportunities? Is there a payment plan that isn't on the website? I have done that myself. I have reached out to a coach and said, hey, I would love to work with you. Do you have any secret payment plans (laughs) that are not on your website that maybe would fit into my budget? And I've been able to work things out. When you approach a coach with your desire, you'd be surprised how willing they are to work with you. Now, I cannot speak on behalf of all coaches, I'm mostly speaking for myself and a few of my acquaintances that I know, but the most important thing that I want for you to take away from this conversation is not to count yourself out. Part of the coaching world and industry that I don't love is that it can feel somewhat elitist, like you have to have so much money to throw into the investment in order to step in and get the coaching that you need. That's why you can pay $89 a month for 12 months to be in a year-long coaching container with me, less than $100, right? Like that's a part of my ethos of pricing was making it so that it felt somewhat accessible. I know that that's different for everyone, but there are containers that are going to be priced differently at a much higher price point, and that's okay too. But I want for you to have confidence in yourself and know that the coaching that you want is more available to you than you realize as long as you don't start and end the conversation with, I can't afford it. All right, that's it for this episode. Oh, before we go, actually, I want to remind you that you still have a little bit of time to either submit a question about working with a coach or anything that you want to know, anything that you would like me to clarify from any episode of this coaching series, I'm happy to talk about. So you can submit your question by clicking the link in our show notes. My plan is to answer your questions about 
working with a coach or any clarifying questions about this coaching series in our closing episode of the series. But that will depend on how many questions I get. So if you have a question or if you've been listening to these episodes and you would like to be to clarify something or you have something you want to know more about, now's the time to click the link in the show notes and submit your question so that it can get answered. All right. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you in the next episode.